Welcome to the Rebel Speaker Podcast, where we break the tried and true presentation rules so that you can create a speech that stands out, makes an impact, and positions you as the go-to expert. And now your host, the instigator of the presentation rebellion, Dr. Michelle Mazur. Hey, 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 welcome to episode number 32 of the Rebel Speaker Podcast. And for the month of June, we are going to do a very special series about public speaking pet peeves. These are my personal pet peeves that drive me nuts when I see them in presentations. But how I would like you to think about it is that these are very small changes that you can make to your presentation that will make you feel like the professional speaker that you are while creating a better experience for your audience. So today, we're going to start at the very beginning, because as Maria Von Trapp says, it's a very good place to start and talk about your introduction, how you can create your introduction so that you capture the audience's attention immediately and they'll hang on your every word. But before we dive in, let me give a shout out to the sponsor of the Rebel Speaker podcast, Your Unfair Speaking Advantage. Your Unfair Speaking Advantage is the tool to help you figure out how to position yourself as a speaker. It is the way to leave your mark on your audience and be able to pitch yourself so that people who book speakers know exactly how you stand out. So you can download this free tool at drmichellemazur.com forward slash advantage. Now let's do this. I watched a boatload of television in the 80s, and it taught me one very important thing. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Whoa, that's sage advice, right? Where did I learn it from? Oprah? Phil Donahue? The Smurfs? Nope. Dandruff shampoo taught me one of the biggest lessons a public speaker could ever learn. Thank you very much, head and shoulders. Unfortunately, I think too many speakers missed that 30-second commercial because most speakers are making a lousy first impression on the audience. And since there's no way in heck I want you to be most speakers, here is my public speaking pet peeve, the first one of the month, and that is crappy introductions. Seriously, how is this still a thing? How many blog posts and podcasts like this one and trainings have talked about the importance of a powerful opening? There are so many of them that I can't count them all on my fingers and toes and orifices, and yet I'm still talking about it. Because speech after speech, I see far too many speakers wasting their precious first few moments with the audience by introducing themselves. Okay, so this really irks me. As a speaker, before you go on stage, someone introduces you. They say who you are and what you do and your amazing accolades. And yet I see so many speakers get on stage and say, hey, my name is so-and-so. Guess what? We already know what your name is. It's in the program. The person who introduced you just told us what your name is. There is no reason for you to start with what your name is. So obviously, I feel a little ranty about that one. 
But there are some other troubling ones, like people walking on stage and asking, can you hear me? Really? You didn't test the tech beforehand? And here's a pro tip. Always test your tech before you step on stage. You want to get out there and know that the audience is going to hear you and trust your sound guy enough to make that happen. Also, always be nice to the sound people at events. They are your best friends and they make you sound great. Okay, back to some other crappy introductions. I've seen witty banter about funny things that happen to the speaker on the way to the gig. It's like they're warming up the audience by having a conversation about how bad traffic was or the room service was really bad this morning and their eggs were super runny. But it's meaningless conversation that doesn't actually tie in with the speech. And then the final one that I've seen far too much is making excuses for why the speech isn't going to be great. Like, I'm really tired. I'm a bit hungover. Yes, I've heard I'm a bit hungover before. And I've also heard I might still be drunk from the night before. Yeah, not a good idea. Sally Hogshead in her book, How the World Sees You, makes the argument that you only have nine seconds nine seconds to fascinate your audience. So you're either going to fascinate them in the first nine seconds, or you spend the rest of your speech trying to get your audience's attention back. Here's the other part of the brain science is that when the brain sees a novel experience, the first thing the brain does is like, decide, do I need to listen to this? Is this similar to anything I've heard before? And if you're starting with, hi, my name is, the brain says, yep, I've heard this before and shuts down. And then you spend your whole presentation trying to get the audience's attention back. So why do so many speakers blow the first precious moments of their speech? And frankly, because it feels weird to walk on the stage, plant yourself, and just start. Most speakers are nervous in the first two minutes of their presentations. I know that I am. And they want to start a conversation instead of standing in their power and grabbing their audience's attention. That's exactly what you have to do. You can't start with the conversation, the witty banter, but instead you need to launch in with a well-crafted first line. Don't bury a great opening line with all of that other filler stuff that's not doing anything to wow your audience, because that's what you're going for, a wow-worthy opening. So TED speaker Nilifer Merchant spent one day and $1,000 crafting just the opening line for her TED Talk. Yes, you heard that right. One line for one grand amazing. But she knew if she could capture her audience's attention in that first opening line, they would be hooked and want to hear the rest of her speech. And I know in my Speak for Impact program, which is my one-on-one coaching, my clients and I spend an inordinate amount of time on the opening of their speech. We need to nail it so that the audience is captivated and the presentation is a success. 
So you've got to get it right because you won't get a do-over for your intro. And with a presentation, there really never is a second chance to make a first impression. So don't waste your precious few moments with an audience. The first impression does count. You want to start with a win. And here are two different ways that I like to start presentations. The first one is that I like to start a presentation by grounding the topic in the audience's own experience. For example, I do a speech on client attraction and how you can use your message to attract the right people to your tribe. And I open with a question that makes people think back to their own experience. And that question is, when did you feel like you first belonged? When did you feel like you first belonged? Now, that is making them go through their own mental bank and think about, yeah, when did I feel like I first belonged to a group where I felt like, oh, these are my people? So it gets the audience thinking about your message and engaged. So that's a really powerful way to start. Another great way to start is with a story because stories are very powerful. Another speech that I give, I talk about, I open again with a question, what did you want to be when you grew up? But then I come at it with this story about how I wanted to be a politician, not the president, but a politician when I was a kid. Stories are a great way to captivate. The other thing is that you can state the importance of your story. So this is related to storytelling, but telling your audience why this is important to them and why they need to listen at this exact moment is a great way to intrigue and establish goodwill with your audience. So I think we are all in agreement. No crappy openings. Whether you ask a question, tell a story, ground them in their own experience, state the importance of the topic you're speaking about, these are all better ways than having witty banter or restating your name or saying thank you for having me here. Because those are a surefire way to lose your audience. Whereas once you get on stage and you instantly engage, you are the professional who is commanding their attention. So if you'd like to go deeper on this topic of how important openings are and why you shouldn't have a crappy introduction, I would love to have you over in the Rebel Speaker Facebook group. You can do that by going to drmichellemazer.com forward slash group and I'll see you there. And until next time, remember your most rebellious act is being more of who you are.